Smith for the TFO and podcast here for season three, episode nine. Flying solo today. Had some family stuff I had to take care of at the beginning of the week, so I couldn't do it at my normal time either on Tuesday or Wednesday. So just dropping a quick pod ahead of homecoming. The homecoming game is tomorrow. They'll be playing USF at Nippert Stadium at 2.30. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. This is a game that the Bearcats are heavily favored. I haven't checked the numbers, but they should handle business. Um, and it should be a good day. You know, it's a lot of people in town for, for homecoming. It's a lot of festivities. Um, I am jealous of my friends that are out kicking it, doing hood rat things, you know, uh, downtown right now. So, uh, but uh, I'm going I'm to talk a little bit about, you know, a little bit about hoops and a little bit about the football game. Uh We'll go back into last week, even though it is Friday. So sorry for the people that are looking at me live and people that will listen to it on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and other places. Um, Bearcats handled business against against Tulsa, one by 10 points. But the second half, the defense was dominant, but it was just very ugly because of offensive woes, per se. Like they, they start off super hot and then they get cold in the second half. And that's something the last two weeks that has happened. The defense has held on, but the defense had a lot of penalties that kept them on the field a little bit longer than they need to be. I want to say they had 11, either nine or 11 penalties last week, um, which has kind of been the trend for this team. And they, they're going to have to scale it back. I, I, I they, still, they still can stay aggressive. I love the aggression, but they can't get those silly penalties. And I feel like the refs didn't help them out. It was a few plays that, I thought weren't really penalties that they called penalties on them. And it was like, like one on Jaquan Shepard, the ball was over the guy's head. Jaquan didn't even touch him and they threw a flag. And then after they threw the flag, he touched him and it wasn't enough. I would say to call a pass interference, honestly. Um, so that type of stuff you can't, you, um, it's like, that's kind of BS. But at the same time, they do have a lot of plays that they could, they shouldn't make, you know what I mean? So, you help the other team out. I just feel like if they're if the offensive offense doesn't get fixed far as in the second half, Ben Bryant starts the game off very hot the first two quarters. The last two last two games in the last two quarters, he hasn't been as sharp. So that has to change, I think, moving forward, even though this team is very talented, because they are very penalty prone. So you got to take advantage of those opportunities and they have to play a lot cleaner in the second half. So I think the offense has to, I mean, if you're scoring 20, what, 28 points, 27, you know, 28, 21 points in the first half, that's great. But you still need to tack on another 14 if you can. Um, If you can, double that up. And I think that will help the team tremendously. And I think because of the team is so talented, you know, us as media or people like myself that watch this game on a consistent basis, you can get nitpicky because this team, you can see the team has all the ingredients to be a very talented team and they are doing very well right now. And they should, honestly, they, they are the cream of the crop in the AAC. So it's easy to nitpick. Um, they're, they're still winning. As long as you win the game, it doesn't matter. But I just know if a game gets tight, if the offense is not cooking like it is in the first half, they have to keep their foot on the gas the whole game. And I feel like that, I feel like they'll play a few games where people like Evan Prater should be able to play in the second half. Um, you know, other 
younger people should be able to get snaps because they should be able to run the game up. Like a Tulsa game, I think they could have possibly ran that up, but they just in the second half, I don't think they let took the foot off the brake, off the gas, and pump, put on the brakes, and then I, you know, like I said, like I, I think as good as Ben has played all season, I need him to be stronger in the second half because if if he goes. If the team's gonna go to the next level, he has to get he has to start putting up those those legit second halves. Like he has a great first half. Last two games, his second halves have been pretty rough. So I need him to stay on to play a complete game because that, that's gonna be key. If he plays a complete game, these Bearcats will be very, very serious. Um, but I think they they'll they'll roll USF. Hopefully, um it being Homecoming isn't too much, but I, it's not Tulsa, a team that always punches in the mouth. I feel like they match up very, 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 very well against USF. And they should railroad these guys, and it should be a fun day for everybody. And hopefully everybody that attends Nipper Stadium on the sold-out crowd, you know, gets what they want to uh, see live as a win. And they see a lot of points, and they see USF not scoring much. Um, and then that'll be great. You know, that they, they, they'll be – uh, you know, still a top team in the AAC. I think they're the best team. Just watching this Memphis and Houston game, Memphis is up 26 to 7 in the fourth quarter and lose 33 to 32. It's crazy, right? And I think um, I, I counted Houston out, but they both don't look good. Like, I honestly, I think the Bearcats will smoke both of them. Like, Barn, knock on wood, not anything crazy. I definitely would. If I was a betting, I would put my money on UC no matter where they play either one of these teams. So that's a positive. But the dark horse in the in the, in the AAC currently is Tulane. So that's the team that we normally play real rough. Like it's almost like Tulsa 2 to me because they normally play them. Like it's just a game that you don't expect to be good or close, and it normally happens against them. So that, that game is – it's the game I have marked on the calendar because I think it's at home, which is good. But at the same time, Tulane is the one I'm a little area of. So we'll see how that goes. We'll watch some of the injuries, see how that goes. Um, but I want to dance into, you know, the, the men's basketball team because it's a big weekend. But they had a big week. Jizzle James committed, four-star point guard out of Florida. And uh, the son of Hall of Fame, Running back, Edrin James. He is Edrin James Jr. They call him Jizzle, Jizzle for short. I think it's a pretty dope nickname. I actually call my son Zizzle since I since I heard of his name, just because his name, he starts with a Z. I don't know if it's going to stick. I call him either that or Zebo. So. Um, but in general, I, I love the nickname. Um, tough point guard, athletic. Um, a top 75 player in the, in the t- uh, 2023 class joins Ray Ron Griffith. Um, both of those guys are top 75. And now they, they have a top 20 recruiting class and only have two guys. And, you know, they, they, they're still in the, in the market for, you know, Isaiah Collier, who's the number one guy in the nation and Arrington page, you know, who knows, you know, everybody thinks right now, I mean, if anything you read right now is kind of saying they're going to use USC, but who knows? You know, I, I think the Bearcats are still smart casting their, you know, their um, their net out there because you never know. And uh, they have the big man, uh, the five star, the five star big man. I think he's like the number four guy in the nation for the 2024 class. 
I forgot the guy's name on top of my head. Ah, shoot, my bad. But um, the big man, it looks like he, they have a chance. They have a real good chance for him to, to actually could possibly be a Bearcat. It's, it's a possibility if he does commit that he could reclassify to the 2023 class, which would be even crazier for his team. Um, and then they'll, they'll have uh, Jizzle and Ravine on campus, as well as 2024 Cincinnati uh, native Tyler McKinney, who's transferred out. I forgot what school he went to, but he went to a prep school. And then uh, Malachi Moreno. Hopefully I didn't murder his name, but he's a member of the 2025 class. Uh, thanks. Flory, Flory. I hope I say his name right. Good looking out, John. Good looking out. But um, I uh, but hopefully the Bearcats can land them. Um, I feel good about McKin uh, McKinley. Um, honestly, I know it's early in his process. Um, just him being a hometown guy and uh, being very uh, very tied to the program. I feel like um, Wes made him a priority, just like he did Rayvon. So I feel good about that. And I just like what the team is doing or what what him and his crew is doing um, as far as recruiting. Um, they're, they're getting tough, athletic, lengthy young men on the team. And that's what Bearcats basketball is. And that's going to help them when they go into the Big 12 because the Bearcats are known to play tough. And then the good thing about Wes is he allows them to have a little bit more freedom. So, like, they can score. Like, he'll let them do whatever they want on offense. They just got to play tough defense. And that's cool. And that, that's what people want. Like, you don't want to know, like, man, on these games, I might only, we only, might only score 50 points. Like, I'm not trying to diss any other coaches, but at the same time, these young men don't want to score, be scoring, averaging almost a triple-double in high school and go to the – go to college and score seven points and average three assists. It just, it's just not how, how it works. But I like how Wes is recruiting. He's casting it out. He's, he's trying to get the big fish, which is great. It's, it's great to see because just because you're Cincinnati, even though we are, we are a, honestly, we are one of the richest basketball programs. So you got to sell that to the people. I know, Bearcats haven't won since the 60s, you know what I mean, as far as the championship. But at the end of the day, you still have people that, you know, within the 90s, 2000s, you know, they got a, you, they were getting first round, first round picks all the time. So that's something you can hang your hat on and that's something you can return to. Like if, you, if you've been there, you can always get back up to that, that mountaintop. You just got to keep pushing that. That's what the Bearcats can do. They're, they're historic program. Even under Mick, I mean, he had them going to the to the tournament consistently. So, and he has a lot of guys that were able to be drafted or are un, unrestricted free not un, undrafted free agents that have stuck in the league. So um it's it's a rich program. They're about to go to the Big 12. Big 12 is the best basketball program in college, even if the Bearcats weren't in the weren't in the Big 12, you, it's definitely the best basketball um, conference. Like, hands down, no ifs, ands, or buts. So the Bearcats have to be ready because, honestly, which is crazy, is you could probably have a 500 record in the Big 12 and you make the tournament, which in the AAC, you're not, you're not sniffing it. You're not sniffing the tournament. You could damn near be 10 and 6 and you might not make it in the AAC. It's just how, it's just how it rolls. But in the, in the Big 12, you're going to have a chance. So – I'm excited to see how these uh, actual visits go this weekend. Um, the, the fast forward back over to football, 
Oh no, no, let me my bad. I'm stay on on basketball. Um the 1991 and 1992 teams, well, the 1991-92 team will be, you know, at to, um tomorrow, as well as the 92-93 team will be at Nippert tomorrow as well. So that's pretty dope. It seems like uh, Bob Huggins is in Cincinnati, so I'm pretty sure he's going to come out there with both teams and, you know, receive his love from, from the Cincinnati crowd, which, which will be pretty dope. Uh, I know countless Bearcats um, – are in town. I feel like Sean Kilpatrick's in town. Um, seen the OG Chad Moore, who I went to school with, aging myself, but uh, it's pretty dope. Like, you know, UC's homecoming is is very has grown. Um, my friends that I some of my best friends have helped grown grow this uh tradition, and it's cool to see the sports people coming back, like legit og ballers that you probably haven't seen in years even on the football side you're like oh man where y'all been at so it's dope just to see the the homecoming become a thing and it's kind of been like since like 2007 2008 it's kind of just grown like wildfire to see where it's at right now it's pretty dope um and just to see the grassroots of that like um i'm, I'm pretty excited but uh yeah man you just never know who you guys might see this weekend so um if y'all tailgate, make sure y'all hit up all the tailgates. Everything should be jumping. Hit up kegs and eggs. My guy will be cook. My guy Kel will be cooking it up there. If y'all are around, short vine. Um, it's mass mass tailgates. I'll probably try to stop in the Alpha one. Um, those are my people. Um, um, so I might try to hit them up and see what they got going on. But I'm excited about the game. I feel like the Bearcats should handle business. Hopefully, this is a game they play clean. And they just hand they 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 should railroad these guys. I don't know what the cover the cover is today or tomorrow, but I expect them to cover. I just want to see them have an explosive second half and not a second half where they're just playing um grind the clock. I want to see them be as explosive as they were in the first half and the second half, and that, that will make me happy because I feel like this defense has definitely um what while they're not you know they don't have the sauce and Kobe's anymore. They're still holding their own. I mean, they had 11 sacks last week, which is crazy. I know Davis Brown was hurt and had a hurt ankle and gutted it out, but I don't care. 11 sacks is 11 sacks, and that I have never seen that, not from a Bearcats team. I don't think I've seen that personally um, in college. So that, that was amazing just to see that and to see how these young men are taking these steps, man. But they just got to play cleaner, man. I just don't want it to burn them in a tight game. Because you know how it goes. You play normally Tulsa plays them, and Tulsa played them tough, but it was I feel like the Bearcats dominated. Just our penalties kept them in, and then the refs tried to keep it close. But in general, you're gonna have that game where nothing's really working. You might get a play here and there, and you can't have those penalties killing you. And that's what I'm scared of. Just if you have, if you don't have your your best fastball working, you got to use your off speed, and essentially the off speed. It's the penalty. Like then your off beat doesn't work if your penalties ain't ain't working. It's almost like your placement. I guess that's a good analogy, but um, I don't want that to happen because this team is too talented. I I get pissed every time I think about the damn Arkansas game because they legitimately laugh a lot of money on the on the field. So like they could be undefeated in a top fifteen team right now. Honestly, I mean and just for them to slack them like that and they're only number twenty four. AP, I want to say, it's like crazy to me. It's in itself. So, but it is what it is, man. 
But um, yeah, man, just I know we, we got the preview up on the site. My man Neil cooked that up. Um, me and Neil will be covering the game. My guy, uh, Brandon Weston, will be shooting the game. Um, so expect a lot of dope pictures from that. Make sure you guys hit up 513 shirts, get y'all some TFO in gear. Let me know when you get it so we can share as well. Appreciate all the support. And if you guys are gambling, hit the link on the site, man. It's a link on the site for Bet US. And if you put TFO in 125, you get a free play. So get a free play, get you get you some money. And if you want to bet on the UC game, I'm not I'm not an advocate on betting on UC games just because every time I tell somebody what to do on this stuff, they lose and then they get pissed at me. So I try to keep my my I guess my slightly expert opinion out of it because my expert opinion never works when I give somebody that opinion, especially when it comes to UC. So do not ask me what to do when it comes to UC. Ask, you can ask some opinions, but don't ask me who to bet on when it comes to UC. Because every time I, well, no matter what, even if I, if I say they're not going to cover, they cover vice versa, vice versa. So, and then people are always pissed, like, oh, you covering them and then you're giving me this crappy information. So I'm not a shark. That's not me, not my style. But um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But hit up the site, check it out, hit the Instagram. Follow the YouTube page, man. Subscribe. We're trying to get up to a thousand slowly but surely. Roughly, I think we like at 260 something. So help us out. Share the site. Share that YouTube page, man. Help us out so we can get up there slowly but surely get up to that thousand. And then um, yeah, man, just that's that's pretty much it. I hope everybody enjoys their homecoming weekend. Hopefully the Bearcats get the dub. I pl- plan on trying to get back to a normal time next week on the podcast. So um, just look out for it on Tuesday or Wednesday. It's been on. I got to look and see how my football week looks. So they have problems right there. So, but that's how we're going to wrap it up for um, episode nine. Make sure you guys check it out. I will add the video and add the, add the music. I don't know why I got to, I got to step it up. I got to try to do some, some trial stuff so I can see if I can add the buffer music, like legitimately when I go live, but I'm going to blame that on me. I'm saying it's a user error, and that's just me working out the kinks. So, but, um, and I appreciate John. John, thanks for, uh, giving that, uh, that information for, to me real quick before I was, um, while I was going live. And then, um, but that's it, man. Make sure you guys check out the, the pod, hit up everything, um, make a comment, like, and if you know guys on any sponsors, oh, let me, uh, shout out, shout out the podcast at me, Meacham, and, my man Neil are going to start soon, so uh, yeah. We within when the basketball season, the Bearcat tip-off talk. So be on the lookout for that. I know I feel like I'm rambling right now, but if you know you know anybody that wants to sponsor TFON or the Bearcat t- um, tip-off talk, send them our way, man. Hit us up, send an email, and that's it, man. I'm JT Smith. I'm signing out, bro. Let me squeeze.